Hello and welcome to A Star to Steer Her By, a Star Trek podcast. I'm Chris and joining me today are... Ames! Caitlin! Jake! I'm James! And James is On this week, episode 309, motherfucker, we watched Nightingale and Flesh and Blood, parts one and two. Oh, both of them. Well, actually, I don't know about, on on, uh, the Paramount Plus app, it was actually just a single, super long episode. I don't think it actually is a one and two. Oh, right. I think it's a a feature they like have episode. to. They do have to cut it in half it sweet, when sweet? they when they for, in syndication. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I think it's this is one of those episodes that was originally intended to be a correct. So we'll length. get to it. No wonder you looked confused earlier when I was talking about how great it was that we only had to watch that one episode because we watched that other episode so long ago that I forgot it existed. Ah. So tell yeah, us, okay. Chris, what's it about? <laughs> so yes, <laughs> I'm lost. <laughs> First up, in Nightingale, Harry finally gets a chance to command, and he's a real prick. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. This is why he's a forever ensign, and I'm okay with this. Uh, Shepard Book lies to him, says he's a physician, but he's actually an engineer. Looks great. Uh, does look great. He's designed a cloak to help his people get out from under the thumb of some Imperium or another that ripped off Cardassian makeup. The Anari. And in a tedious and uncomfortable B-plot, Icheb has his first crush, and it's on Balana. And somehow Balana doesn't flatten him with some kind of device in engineering. Caitlin said kind of the same thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. am not sure... Uh, I'm not sure... I don't mean to disagree right away, but I'm not, I'm not really sure if I think he had a crush on her so much as he was just taken with the idea that she had a crush on him. Yeah, I think, I think well, that's actually... Not to great. cover the B-plot first that you hated and everything. Well, but I mean, I didn't like any of this episode, so... Like, um, I kind of got the impression that he was being like, I need to figure out how to let this girl down. Yeah, he, yeah. he misread her, oh, he definitely, her being yeah. nice to him. Yeah, oh, he definitely well, did. Well, to be fair, she was being awfully seductive this week. It was so so... The whole time, like, and almost, I think every scene Bellana's in, she doesn't act like Bellana at all. No, like, she's like a fucking hair twirling, yeah. like, we should go rock climbing. It's all like, about the climb. Like, it really did seem like she was hitting on him. I like, thought so too, like, right? That's just how it comes off. It doesn't come off as a misunderstanding. It comes off that all of a sudden Bellana is interested in each other. Well, I, I mean, joked, how long would you have to be married to Tom Paris before you started to look elsewhere? Well, see, I, I joked at one point, and I'm who knows? Monogamous. <laughs> oh, right. Same. <laughs> so zero days. But I, I joked that, um, you know, it wasn't so much that she was trying to seduce him. It's that she was trying to spite steal him from Seven. I like that. I like that a lot. Mm. Maybe not even intentionally, but on some level she was just like... See, I'm going to steal this kid and teach him how to be a person. That could have been an interesting an interesting take on the love triangle. Mm. Like the mother's love triangle. Yeah, it's like Bolana's just like, "Whoa, like Ichab, you're actually incredibly valuable down here in in engineering. I could absolutely use you." And like starts giving him a lot more responsibility than Seven is comfortable with. That's the thing. It's so even... like set there would actually be a conflict where Seven's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. it's like each each have, you I've can't. I got him just... on a track, a board right. track. Yeah, it's like, no, no, no. I, I I have a path for him, and you're you're doing weird stuff. Well, like... and that's the thing. It even at first looked like that was gonna be the idea because she's yeah. like, oh shit, this kid is like way smarter than the rest of my staff. 
yeah. and I don't resent him like I do Seven. So, well, but then yet. it turned into this weird hot for teacher thing, yeah. right. or thinking teachers hot for you thing. So there, there's which also is still, which is hot for teacher. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's, there's also the really important thing that I think the writers forgot is Echeb is like ten years old. Like, right, right, because he grew up in a born two Yeah, when they went when they went back to the planet where his parents were, they're like, "Whoa, you've grown!" Because he was mm. sent away as like a child. Right, right. Like he was a little kid, and so he's he's actually eight years old or ten years old or something. Yeah, but he has point. also the knowledge of the Borg. I, but I, also on on his cube that was malfunctioning, like whoa. He was never out amongst the other Borgs because true. it malfunctioned and he was only ever out with the other kids. True, true. I mean, yeah, he, he still has the Borg. Like, I don't think you, I don't think you assimilate Borg, eh, assimilate Borg culture by being among other Borgs. I just think you assimilate it's it by plug-in. being... It's a plug-in. It's like yeah. installed. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, yeah. Like, if, he, you're, if you're jacked They don't do in, a lot of yeah. talking. They don't even fucking move half the time if there's, like, no threat on the ship or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So like, what was Mazzotti? Was Mazzotti, like... Any other Borg in terms I, I, of knowledge and, and... I think to an extent, but I also think that she was less developed than Echeb, you know? She's she would have been a baby like, yeah. when she was... Like, Although, it is funny, of all the Borglings, she came off as the most mature. Right. Yeah. I miss her. Somehow. I know, she was yeah. the best. She was. She yeah, actually she had was. the most hair. She, she like should have kept her got rid of Echeb. Right. Oh, see, she, I like Echeb. I do Echeb too. is like my he's, second he's, favorite. He's a sweet boy. Does, does her actor still act? Can she show up in Prodigy? <gasps> That'd be cool. Well, I mean, they can show up in Prodigy regardless. But she have to. I don't think she acts. I don't think she acts anymore. No, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> God. They were yeah, visiting <laughs> Romulus when the star exploded. Or like their parents were actually going to sacrifice them to the Borg to not get yeah. bored. What is it with these fucking families? It's sacrificing children. No, you know what it is? They actually, um, they've decided to join up with the Binars. They're off with the Binars now. They're mm-hmm. very happy. Dweeb. So the, the other thing with, so we can hopefully close out this, this subplot, uh, is, is later Echeb and Tom Paris are walking down the hallway. Yeah. And Tom Paris is like, is like, oh, I heard you're going to go like rock climbing with my wife and each of us like uh uh yeah and tom was like that sounds terrible want to go race cars together and each of us like oh no tom's in love with me too no that's what i was hoping for well like, like, like instead, gladiator movie yeah no instead each each <laughs> is like is like oh he's challenging me to like a contest for balana it's like but it's basically the same thing balana did he should have just been like i think tom and balana want me to be on a thruple well i turned to caitlin and said Oh, they want a three-way. I see. I do love, though, fucking Tom. He's like, wait a minute. There's someone who's the mental age, the same mental age as me on this ship. Let's go race cars. Woo! Mario Kart. I mean, here's the thing. Everybody wants to race cars. Oh, yeah. No, that sounds great. That's way better than rock climbing. Well, here's the thing. If you can race the car and then drive it off a cliff... And then jump out of the car as it's falling and grasp onto the cliff and then climb it? Like, that would be cool. I mean, safety protocols... Exactly. Like, why not do that? I never thought of that. I guess, like, if it like can adjust for you, you can do sweet stunts without actually having the yeah. skill to do them. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. One other very important thing about the subplot. So there was a scene where Ichab was eating his nutritional supplements, and it just it, straight up looked like a big plate of nachos. Yes, no. it did. We <laughs> said that too. In the wide <laughs> shot, I said it looked like a pie, but then they closed the clo- close. Wow, they did the close up. Like. Wait, it's fucking nachos. Like, it was a, so much, too. A, yeah, A, it was like pounds. Of, it was like a whole fucking... 
Chili's appetizer-sized <laughs> bowl of nachos, and B, it was a fucking bowl of nachos. Yeah, I'm garbo loading for my rock climb. Like, that would there be, we that go. would be the best fucking joke ever if, if like all these, the whole these nutritional supplements were just junk food. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I have to have my nutritional supplement number four alpha, please. Replicates fucking Cheetos. Well, it turns out you know that that's the the little spoken of side effect of assimilation. The body gets so good at processing stuff you can eat all the garbage you want and you're fine well and we also we talked about this i think last week about the pooping yeah that they don't they, always talking they about don't poop. this jesus christ so because we are mentally the, the, the same nano, age the nanoprobes take care of it for you yeah we are mentally the same age as tom <laughs> and, and each Jeb. let's all drive cars let's, get some, nachos. let's get some nutritional supplements so I guess I guess on the main plot, eh. unless there's anything else about the subplot. No. If there is, I'll come back. The the main plot's really strange because it's like a ship comes, gets attacked, it's in distress. Kim manages to save the day, and then they're all like super impressed with him and are like, "We need you to be our captain." All of us are are like monotaskers that yeah. can only do one thing, and none of us know how to fly this ship. Right. It's it it just it feels it feels really weird, and it feels like so the concept I really like the the concept of giving Tom or giving um, Kim like his his time to shine, like really like stretch his legs on 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 something and have a lot of responsibility, probably more responsibility than he should have, right? I like that idea a lot, and I think that would definitely have the character grow and develop. However, I think the fact that, like, Kim basically seems to be trying to take advantage of the situation. Yeah. Like, he's like, you know, when he's, like, trying to describe it to Janeway, you know, he's he's not talking about helping these people. He's talking about career advancement. Yeah, like, like, look how good this is going to make me look. It's like, I'm going to get so many pips for this. Yeah, it's like, I'd be a lieutenant commander, maybe, by now, if we were in the Alpha Quadrant, right? It would have been fired but like (laughs) well he'd be dead um but like but so he's using the the alien's bad situation for like personal gratification as opposed to like if he'd been like reluctantly thrust into it and they're like the the aliens for they're just like basically imprint on him and they're like we only trust you like we don't trust anyone else we only trust you it doesn't matter who doesn't like you can't pass this off we won't trust another person but we trust you then this story would work. Yeah. It also just makes... It, like, really does does Harry Kim dirty yep. this whole episode. Yeah. Because it makes him seem, like, petulant. Yep. Mm-hmm. Makes him seem incompetent. Mm-hmm. It, like, he doesn't come off as heroic even no. at the end when he's like, I'll, I have to work. I hope this works. Like... Yeah. Yeah, he's a micromanager the whole freaking yeah, he's time. Just a bitch. He's, yeah, no, he, he like even seven the micromanagement queen <laughs> is calling him out for it. Yeah. Then you've done fucked up. Kim. And that just doesn't feel like Kim. No, no, like like I could see him not being good at his first yeah. command, but not like this. Yeah, so that's that's like kind of a lot of the issues in the episode. He's not a good captain. Nope, he's not a good captain the entire time, and they fire him. Mm-hmm. The aliens fire the alien captain that they trusted because they got him out of a tight spot and because re- they realized he's not a good captain. And so, like, at one point, the they're, so the, the ship, they claim that it's like a medical ship, but it turns out it's actually a weapon prototype, which I don't really know how a person confuses a military prototype with a, you know, medical ship when I think those two things would probably look different. Oh, you know, all of the medical supplies and doctors got killed in that raid. They're over here in the cargo bay. And 
oh, I can't remember where I was going with it now. My brain. No brain. No brain. But um, like, it's just the the whole time. Kim is not being a good captain. And then at the end after, so, okay, yeah. So so they have an accident and then like they recruit Kim to be the captain. And then later after he's proven to be a bad captain, they say, the like they tell him like, you've been relieved of duty. Yeah, like, they mutiny on day yeah, fucking one. Yeah, they it's fire great. him. They fire him. And then Kim goes into the goes into his captain's room, which he's filled with all of his own stuff because he has to make the ship his. And he basically says, no, no, I will be captain. And that's like his big growth moment is that he decides he's not going to listen to the aliens who fired him. Yeah. So he's <laughs> that's been, great. That's a good he, point. He's been fired. And then Maybe on his own. Maybe if I just own, pretend that I didn't get the Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and on his own, he, he leaves the captain's room, goes onto the bridge, and he's like, I'm here and I'm going to do my job. And everyone like kind of nods. Like, he like... He pulled a Costanza. Really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He walks in. They get attacked by more Anari fighters, and he comes up with this plan of how to save the ship and save everyone, and doesn't tell anyone what it is. Is it'll take me to be too long to tell you I'm going to actually survive this? It's like no one uh, trusts him. All of you escape pot away, and I promise I won't actually accidentally leave your ship behind. Yeah, no okay. one, no one trusts him, and they have a and and the other thing is like so they claim it's a medical ship, and one of the characters who's played by the actor who plays Shepard Book. Claims to be a physician, but he hilariously knows literally nothing about medicine at all because he's him. actually a physicist who worked on a cloaking device. Look, if Catch Me If You Can has taught me anything, when you're pretending to be a doctor, just say I concur, and you're all set. Right, but I concur. They had a guy who <laughs> was a leader. He, I, I think, he led the team working on this working on this uh, cloaking device yeah so he's a leader he has some leadership skills which he proves like during a moment of crisis he tells one of the crew members hey you need to go boop these things in the engine room and then she dies and then Kim says, oh, no, I got her killed, even though he wasn't really doing anything. Like, the other guy well, took over. The guy took charge, yeah, and he was fine he, at it. Well, he, he sent did, him he there, did, he, Yeah, he was sent responsible. Harry was, I think, responsible because the reason that happened was because <laughs> yeah. there was a problem with the cloak, and they had to fix it. And Shepard Book was like, oh, well, we should run this extra diagnostic. In 79, he's like, oh, we should run a diagnostic. And Shepard Book's like, yeah, yeah, we should do that. And then Harry's like, no, there's no time. I'm the captain, yeah, I said, we'll do it live! And then, of course, it broke down <laughs> later, and that's why they had to sacrifice the other scientists. Dela. Yeah. Like, it, it, it just seems, it just, like, <laughs> there's a lot of moments where the, I don't know the alien's name, Shepard, Shepard Book. Yeah, uh, that's all um, I thought of him as the whole time. Where Loken seems to be a leader who could be in charge, he just chooses not to for some reason. Yeah. Well, the thing is, it, it's... He's from a normal society. It's not... He's not from Starfleet where everyone knows how to do everything. Yeah, but he's still... Like, he's he's still a leader. He has leadership skills. He led an entire team of scientists working on a cloaking device. Yeah, but he might not know, you know, like, tactical maneuvering. Certainly... I, I guess... Johnny Nazi there didn't. Yeah, but still... I don't know who that is. Oh, the, the little ensign boy yeah. there who looked like... Like, the fact that they weren't going to be who they claimed they were was patently obvious from yeah. word one, because, first of all, the boy looks like Rolf from The Sound of Music with his slick back hair and his little fucking... Okay, not Rolf the Muppet. Yeah, <laughs> I was like... Not following any of this. Yeah, R Rolf's a Nazi in Sound of Music. And actually, I was even like, is that the fascist uniform from Counterpoint? And yes, it was. I looked oh, it up. Nice. Oh, nice. Uh, possibly uniform. a different bandolier, that... but the jacket was the... 
counterpoint jacket. So not to jump around too, too much, but this is another instance where Voyager gets involved in a situation where they don't know who the bad guys are. I know. Exactly. Like, like, like the, the quote unquote bad aliens never do anything that I would consider villainous. Like when those, when the supposed really bad aliens who have been blockading a planet for three years or whatever, like find out that, Hey Voyager, you have been aiding our enemies. Our enemies that are trying to like keep working on this cloaking technology. Like you are materially helping our, our, you know, our enemies. You know what we're going to do? Escort you to space so you can leave. (laughs) It's like, wow, that was actually really like not extreme at all. Like they didn't try to attack them. They didn't they <laughs> our just deal is off. Yeah, they were like, it's like we're not doing our deal anymore. I'm sorry, and you need to leave. It's it, like Well that's the thing too, is like all we know about them comes from Shepard Book, who I don't trust. Yeah. Like that was the other thing. It's not already just already proven a liar. Not yeah. just for their little because again, there the two issues I had were Nazi boy, who looked like a Nazi. And in his first few scenes, Everything book said had this like sinister edge to it. Like yeah. I was waiting for it to come out that it's not medicine, it's a bioweapon. We're the empire. Right. Maybe they're not. Like I appreciate maybe that at the end of the day, we don't really know how bad or good any of them are necessarily. Right. Yeah, it's but, a little like that episode almost, Nemesis. It would be like, yes, exactly. I was just thinking of oh, Nemesis. Good. Yay. Because that's where another one where like, okay, we believed that the people that Chakotay was with were the good people, but it turned out they were actually the bad people. They were all the bad people. Especially out, Chakotay. And then it turns out that they all everyone sucks. But yeah. It's you know what would be amazing? What if Starfleet had like a rule where you're not supposed <laughs> to involve yourself in the affairs of other <laughs> civilizations. But like, how would they enforce this rule? Because people could break it if they wanted to. Right? They'd, have, they'd have to make it like the first rule. <laughs> Perhaps the prime rule. The primary rule. The pri- Look, the they, primary rule. They even brought that up, and all it, times. all went out the window when that ship fired on them for helping their enemies. Look, we've known this since day one. The prime directive doesn't apply when one side has something you really want. Yeah, yeah. But they, but they helped the they they, they helped the wrong side. They helped the wrong side. <laughs> they helped the side that didn't have shit. Well, see, Janeway didn't realize Harry was going to blow it. She was, you know. Looking really forward to getting some deuterium or whatever from the lizard men. I think it was deuterium. Yeah, so it's like... And lithium as a a bonus. Yeah, yeah. Like the thing, too, is it was just like... You know, again, they're happily trading with these people without really knowing who they are. Yeah, it happens all the time, and it's because no one ever does their homework when they could, when they come across a new species. Yeah. And I get, any any one of them could have been the actual space Nazis. Yeah. Or they could have all been space Nazis. Yeah, and I get that, you know... Yeah, they have to work outside the usual boundaries a little because they are on their own. So they don't have the luxury of sitting there and yeah. figuring everything out beforehand. But and let's be honest. they're not going to stick around right. either. So it's but like, let, fuck it, I'm leaving. I don't but let's give a be shit. honest. How many times in the fucking Alpha Quadrant have they pulled this same shit? Yeah. You know, yeah. where it's I just mean, like, we do have the time and resources, but we're just going to say you have a thing we want, so fuck it. I, I guess here, technically, we can blame Neelix, though. So as much as I love Neelix, it's also fun to blame him for stuff. Because he's the ambassador. He's the one that does that. He's, he's the one who does the research into different cultures in order to figure out what's going on and how to interact with them. Well, yes, but again... And also, he's good at it he's when not, he chooses to do it. Well, well, or when the writers want him to do it. Yeah. Or also, again, like, how much time has he been given this again? You right. Know, that's yeah. always the issue. Is how, although this time they were parked on a planet getting repaired. Yeah. I like that there was a huge kind of defense in Neelix just now. 
I really like Neelix. Like, oh, don't get me wrong. He's, he's like, grown on pretty much yeah. all of us I, by this point. Yeah, I love yeah. him. Even yeah. Caitlyn. Once, especially once Caitlin. they <laughs> drop the, like, especially I'm always jealous about Kess thing. Yeah. Like yeah. that. No, I like Those I, scenes I are awful, yeah. and thank God they stopped. But Neelix, yeah, as a character, he's also one of the more consistently written ones. Like, yeah. a lot of what he does even, is clearly informed by the background they've given him. Yeah. Even, even Neelix at his worst is still better than almost any other character put into that really bad situation that shouldn't have been written in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. But his missing lung hasn't come up in a while. Oh, that's true. Nice. They true. did. They did. Remember it yeah, once or twice. They, yeah, they brought it up a Many few times. times. It's Ma- maybe at this point, like, they've had enough time that the doctor was finally able to make him a make replacement. A new, make yeah. a new one. His little baby lung grew. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> maybe that's where the Borg baby went. No! <laughs> no! Actually, although, I'm joking Borg, aside, Borg I, don't hate it, I wouldn't be surprised if they did just use some of the magical nanoprobes yeah. Yeah. to oh, make it not. easier to oh, make yeah. him when, a new lung. When Seven brought him back to life for fun, Seven. Oh, I what? forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it happened. So That's what it is. It just uh, regrew. Yeah. <laughs> Seven gave me a pill. I grew a new lung. <laughs> so, another issue with this episode... This this is in the same vein as the plate of nachos in terms of in terms of complaints. Um, did the set decorators forget what musical instrument Harry Kim plays? Uh, uh, no, no, no. He was... did mention at one point that he'd taken up saxophone. We've never seen it. No, why that's not true. Also but have the clarinet. Why not just have the clarinet? Yeah, I mean, I do think of that as his primary instrument. Garrett. But this was actually them being like, you know, one point last season we mentioned saxophone. That was a Garrett Wong request. Oh, specifically really? oh really? He, he didn't he you think he, saxophone's sexier was, or what yeah no it was well. actually it's even funnier um it's because <laughs> saxophone is cool because of bill clinton you're kidding that's wow. great that, yeah, that's okay. the most okay. harry kim yeah. thing <laughs> yeah it might have been garrett wong that requested it but it was <laughs> harry kim who thought of it yeah nice but no, yeah, like he, yeah he he specific it was one of the few things the producers like okayed for wow. for him. Wow. Yeah. He, he so wanted he wanted let, to change instruments explicitly to the saxophone. Oh wow! They let Bob Picardo get away with whatever the I fuck he wants. I was about to want. say that. That's because that's because he never gave up asking and he would just keep saying his ideas over and over and well, over. Bob or saxophone? Bob, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> no, all the other actors just kind of got the hint and just stopped and were like, "Fine, whatever. They don't want to hear from me." Robert Picardo just kept going. Like he just never stopped pitching. That makes sense. Yeah. That sounds very it feels much like right him. for him. Um, Okay, all right, fine. I'll accept the saxophone then. But Bye. I will say, as someone who played the saxophone for many years, <laughs> saxophone is a fucking awful musical instrument. Especially, it's an awful musical instrument. Lisa Simpson plays the saxophone. It's a terrible instrument to play as a solo person. Like if like no one wants to sit in their quarters blasting out fucking that iconic piece of Baker Street begs to disagree. Well, I mean, honestly, like, I disagree. I used to listen to a friend practice solo saxophone, and it was fucking awesome. Was that friend Jake? Was it just that Jake is terrible at disagree. saxophone? <laughs> no. Disagree. Wait, why would I enjoy listening to Jake play saxophone horribly? <laughs> the question doesn't make any sense. Because <laughs> he, cause he practices in the buff and looks good doing it. That's actually sure, right. I do, I do do a great sexy sax man. I've uh, I've kind of just sorry I'm going through my notes and good, I just, kind of, I just kind of realized a thing. How come Seven didn't realize what was going on? Seven's really smart and like kind of like that's attuned to things. I think she's she she, babysitting Kim. That's she would have known that. Wait, this is not a medical shit. She figured it out really quick, but was like, you know what? He's annoying me. I'm gonna let him yeah. work it out for himself. They 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 had 
Kim was like, but if you send another person with me, they will be like, they will outrank me. So I won't be captain. And so they sent seven of nine because she doesn't have a rank. And yet somehow she still outranks him. Yes. Well, that's like the thing. Hardcore. That's the thing is that I don't think seven of nine would just put up with Harry Kim giving bad orders. Like well, she I like just her little pep talk. She just, well, well, yeah, she kind of no, doesn't that, either. That, there is that later, but like I still feel like she wouldn't necessarily just follow orders. I, I just figured. I know normally we try to like, oh, how could this have been better? I just figured a way this episode could have been worse. Oh, good, that's fine. <laughs> oh no, Janeway <laughs> is like, all right, I'll send other ensigns. Get those three pricks oh, from Good God. Shepherd. Oh no! <laughs> she pulls Harry aside. If you can get that one killed during this, that would be Bafo. And I can't think of his name, but you know the one I mean. Yeah. Okay, that yeah, one. The, not, not the, the one we all wanted to see die. So, bug. No. Yes, Bug, you're right. So there's a couple there's a couple things having to do with the um, the cloaking device. Mm-hmm. Why didn't Voyager get one? Yeah. Well, mm. maybe well let's add that. One. Let's add that. that was a prototype. Let's add that to the list of how come they haven't grabbed a transwarp coil every time they've come yeah. across Borg wreckage. I've, I've got this weird this weird memory that I really can't tell if I dreamed it or not last night. Because <laughs> like, I've been taking a muscle relaxer, so my dreams nice. have been getting very strange. Did they say that they were giving the cloak to other ships already? Like, that they had already started replicating them by the end of the episode? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, yeah I don't remember. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Very end We've they... all had that so, dream, yeah. so yes. So, so assuming that was in the episode and not a dream I had, it seems like it's really easy to proliferate this yeah. technology, so maybe Voyager could have gotten a well, couple. Well, here's the thing. The Treaty of Algeron for that. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, there is no way that every Starfleet vessel doesn't have a copy of, like, technical schematics for cloaks in their yeah. files. Oh, yeah. They just... I'm pretty sure they not probably to. could have started using it. Oh, definitely. Um, the other part is they make a very big deal about how this planet has been blockaded. And in order to get around the blockade, they need to get ships that have cloak, right? Cool. So so the Makes thing is, is the cloak is to get around the blockade. While the ship is trying to get to the planet, there are sensors designed to detect cloaked ships. That they, exp- that they had to avoid, otherwise they would be detected. So the planet already has countermeasures for the new technology of cloaking that was supposed to get around those counter, you know, get around Shepard the book is a couple moves behind. I mean, we're right. also still so, assuming that anything that they said was true, though. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's quite possible that they, that they have a fleet of ships that they use to to raid and pillage the uh, the bad guys' home world, and that they're just a bunch of bastards. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's it, it was just it's just one of those things where it's like if they can they can already detect the cloak, it's not yeah. going to change your situation on the planet. Yeah, well, it's, I've got an answer for that. It's a bad episode. Yeah, yeah. I, dumb, I really. I really wish it could have been good. I really think that the Kim character deserved des- better. Deserved a similar scenario that did everything right, whereas this did most of it wrong. It just feels yeah. like this is insult to injury for him. Oh, absolutely. You know? It's like, yeah, you're I, right, you will be ensign forever, and you yeah. don't even get a good episode like, about what, it. Like, what an awesome opportunity they could have had to, like, change up the story, make him actually heroic, make him competent, and then at the end, it's like, you've earned this, and then he yeah. gets his pep. Yeah, it felt ending. like a tease because it, really it came good. up so many times. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> the 
character, like, the character literally hops out of the script and says, why am I still an ensign? I would be promoted by now. And even, you know, and even when they re-promoted Tom, he was like, right. hello? Yeah. It almost feels like this is kind of a reaction to fans yeah. asking why is Harry still an ensign, and this is like, okay, let's make an a- episode about why Harry's still <laughs> well, an you ensign. See, the reason is because he sucks, apparently. Like I'm sure decided. fans were We've asking decided, the yeah. other week, wait, when Tuvok's surely gone through Parn Farm by now, let's have an episode about that. Yeah, well it's it's not even plot. it's just it's not even an episode, it's a subplot in an episode. But yeah. it needed to have come up so yeah, fans would be appeased. Yeah. They could have. They could have done. They never give fans what they want. They really could have done this episode. Uh, Good. Strange New Worlds was what fans wanted, and they gave it to us. Okay, that's the one exception. (laughs) It it is actually. I would love for them to keep giving it to me. We'll see. Yeah, no, I know. There's only one season. Look, Um, it's a good one season. We have it now for too quippy. So it sounds like you guys might have been interested in what the original plan for this episode was. I don't know if you read about this. I did not. Was it to be not bad? Garrett Wong has said in some interview somewhere that I couldn't find because the link is dead. God damn it. The past. Uh, That this episode was originally going to write Harry out of the series and he would have stayed with those people as Captain of the Nightingale. Whoa! And and Garrett Wong basically said, like, I would have been, I guess, okay with it because since my name is still in the credits, I'm still getting fucking paid. (laughs) No matter what. Yes. Alrighty. Fair enough. (laughs) But that's... I don't know if that would have been any good or if it would have felt really like insufficient for his character. I don't know. I think it could have I think it could have been the completion of his character arc. I think. Like you know, like giving giving him a really giving him like the heroic movement, like letting him really like finally show everyone like no, I I am more than you have allowed me to be. Mm. Oh, but know? it's the one thing is like his love for Tom, however. That I, yeah, that would be Well, but I mean, also, like, not just that, but I'm thinking, like, of any of the, like, sort of main cast characters, rather. Like, he feels very unlikely to be one of the ones to say, you know what, I am gonna after, not go home. After seven fucking seasons <laughs> of this and getting as far as we have, you know what, send me back to 37's planet In, with Amelia Earhart. Yeah, like, of... of I don't know who seems most likely, but he seems to be on the least likely end. In in a better show that, especially one that considered continuity to be a thing that existed, mm-hmm. I think that? I know, right? I think he would actually he would have been a very good fit for that because there's a lot of like a lot of things are put on Harry Kim that he doesn't choose. Like there, there's yeah. that episode where Janeway's like, "I'm disappointed in you, Harry. Oh my God, I expected bad better. <laughs> You're my little golden boy." You know, and, like, having Kim push back against that and, like, kind of realize that, you know, it's like, like, the structure of Starfleet isn't for me. Like, it's like, I don't I don't like the choices everyone's making for me, mm. th- thinking that it's in my best interest, you know, and, and having him push back and, and kind of come to come to the conclusion after a while where he's like me not being an ensign isn't the problem itself but it is indicative of the environment i'm in that is unhealthy mm. but see that would mean star trek would have to have a character willingly say starfleet is bad yeah i know I say, well, the, and they already like the kind of, do that all i was just saying very to me uh, say, this is yeah. they, they only get to do yeah. that very rarely and they kind of used up most of that in ds9 yeah um, but even having like Wesley ultimately decide fuck it was a big deal, yeah. you know. 
Now, it, it would have made a little more sense if, in that earlier, earlier episode, it had turned out Harry really was actually part alien. Oh, that one, yeah. yeah. Then, if that had been... If <laughs> that had been, yeah. yeah. If that had been true, and then he's like, yeah, you know what, fuck it, I don't actually have a connection to Earth, it turns out. Yeah. Then, yeah, it would make a little more sense. Yeah. Like, I don't know if any of them seem terribly like, sure, I'll stay behind. Not really. But yeah. Cap- Captain Mom probably just wouldn't let them. No, that's true. <laughs> uh, well, I, I guess Seven, like... I could see her with the right impetus because Earth means nothing. I could, to her. I could see her leaving. I could also see Janeway being like, "No, you're a vital resource on my ship." Yeah, we well, yeah, stay. yeah. We need your nano probes. I mean, yeah. you <laughs> or or the Doctor. Yeah, because again, Earth really means nothing to him. Yeah, but like the Doctor has tried to leave yes. several times, many yes. times. Several times. Well, Kim's kind of tried to leave a couple times, hasn't he? No, there was just really only favorite son, and then that turned out to be. Yeah, he changed his mind real death, fast death, like, because it was death by snoo well, snoo. Also, like sometimes, sometimes <laughs> he, he gave sees, it a see still though. It's kind of like <laughs> sometimes he just sees a broad he likes. You know, yeah. what are you gonna do? Was that was that? Yeah, that was this episode where Paris is like, it's a girl, isn't it? Yeah, and he's like, for once, no. Yeah. Thank goodness. Even he. My knows. girl is the ship nightingale now. <laughs> he just spontaneously grows like a sea captain beard yeah. and gets one of those little hats. <laughs> Naming it the nightingale seemed a little precocious to me because it was like yeah. the, these are what are they fucking called? These are Kralor people. You're naming it after a Terran thing. Well, what I, are I, you I, doing? They, here? It would have been it would have been great if if Harry Kim was like, oh, let's I'll name it the Nightingale, who's named after an Earth woman who helped people on the battlefield. And the aliens are just like, okay, yeah. I mean, they <laughs> they, they the thing is they care. were. <laughs> They're just like, well, no, I think one of them said it was like a good like a fitting name. Oh, yeah, yeah. fair enough. Well, they were, they were probably, like, they're probably like, oh, he thinks this is a medical ship. What a dope. Yeah, yeah that's too. <laughs> I yeah. actually I saw online the other day. It was like you know one of those reposts from Twitter or Tumblr or something where somebody was like you know humans so great that we formed this little club uh so what do you guys usually call your ships they're like just serial numbers it's like so you don't care what we call them no go nuts so we can like name it after our own people in battles and stuff yeah sure whatever the Libby (laughs) so like this was that personified yeah the Libby oh god (laughs) the show forgot she existed thank goodness that would have been nice wouldn't have been thematic but no it would have been nice the very beginning when the ship was on land to do repairs, that mm. looked kind of cool. Yeah, it was I cool. Liked, I yeah. always like seeing it. It was a cool concept. There, there was one moment where the camera moved a little so you could see its silly old feet and Yay. it was just adorable. Yeah, it, it does which I know me, they though, usually try to hide. The Voyager has not gone through a Baryon sweep as far as I know. Oh yeah, no, it is It is, Ooh, it is way loaded, overdue. Loaded with yeah. Baryon. And then if yeah. they did, then Tuvok would have to try to take over the ship. <laughs> he <steals> would. <laughs> Well, that's actually, see, that's what it should have been. In that episode where he'd been Manchurian candidate, they also should have been at an alien uh, space dock to get a Baryon sweep. Mm. I, I, I like to believe that no matter where you go in the galaxy to get a Baryon sweep. Um, Tim Russ is just there. Tim Russ is there to steal shit, and the person that, that runs the station is just uh, is going to talk your ear off. Aww. Our hero. You want an age? Hutch. Good old Hutch. Hutch Almost lives. like hunch. I was like, that doesn't sound. Hutch right. lives. <laughs> he doesn't though. No, he lives. We never saw a body. Oh, good point. 
I thought we did. No, no it was in a cutscene. We talked about it, it at cut. the time. Oh, so shit. it's not canon. Yeah, there we go. Hutch, he could totally be brought back at any time. He needs to be in Prodigy. Hutch <laughs> <laughs> must come back. That that feels more like a Lower Decks move. <laughs> yeah, actually, that would be really good. No but, one would but get the reference. He could, be, he could be on the Prodigy as the emergency conversational hologram. That's I want great. that now. That's good. All right, next one. No check. segue, fuck you. Check and check. <laughs> thought you were gonna say check engine. I was like, oh. oh is this is this the the oh the the consequences of my decisions? Mm-hmm. Mm, I like that. That's... There we go. Title. Oh, I was gonna say everyone is trying to leave the fucking Voyager. <laughs> or that. So next up in flesh and blood, it's a twofer, but not really. We'll get into that. We talked about it a little. Maybe that got cut. I don't know. <laughs> We will find out, Annie. But well, uh, we already have found out. We saw, we see, we see some Herogen. Haven't seen them in a while, and they're mm. off on a killing spree. I mean, a hunt, and uh, they're going through. It's like, oh, it's all tense, and then some fucking phasers start shooting out of a lake, which was <gasps> actually kind of cool. Yeah, More people, fucking apocalypse now ass <laughs> shit. Uh, <laughs> I prefer Ims's read on that. Situation. Oh no! Don't get into a fight with the Mer people. It's that terrible TAS episode. Sorry, that was redundant. It was that TAS episode. Nice. But yeah, and then some Starfleet people pop out of the water, and you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Well, what the fuck is going on is that remember last time we saw the Herogen Janeway was like, "Here, here is hollow technology. Maybe your society can stop sucking." Well, turns out no, it still mostly sucks. It sucks more in a new way. Yeah, yeah, because they were like, just killing holograms isn't enough. The holograms have to be sentient and feel pain and know they've died over and over and over. So the holograms, predictably, rebel, murder a bunch of Herogens, steal a ship. Sounds good to me. You know, the the uh, Enterprise, Jesus. Voyager intercepts a distress call from this Herogen hollow ship. They work out, you know, oh, what's going on. The doctor meet, is kidnapped by them, actually, to help repair their programs. Yeah, it's like, another critical care. It's like, yeah. go over here and be, work in our hospital. Yeah, and he's like, okay, but in the first time this hasn't just been a joke, I, I'm a doctor, not an engineer. And they're like, oh, but you surely you fixed your own program. And he's like... Yes. yes. <laughs> Every time I've modified my program on my own hasn't gone horribly, horribly, horribly wrong. Do you guys want to be Jekyll or Hyde? <laughs> um, Both. <laughs> I was just going to say yes. <laughs> they force their memories on him, like in that other episode. Memorial. Uh, you get memorial, oh, thank memorial. you. Memorial, yeah. And he's like, wow, your lives did suck. And eventually he decides he's going to live with them. But yeah, me- Talk about some Stockholm Syndrome. Mm. Meanwhile, though, Voyager's, you know, met up with some of the Herogen, and they are like, we know what you've been doing. We found a way to remotely turn off the holograms. We're not going to help you kill them or whatever and stuff. And, uh, what's the leader's name? Aiden. Aiden, right. You know, and Aiden's this Bajoran dude who kind of was the first one to sort of break out of this. Uh, and he, you know, has been going around liberating other other ones and all that, and... The doctor gives him stuff to be like, all right, just promise you won't kill any of my friends, but here's how to fight away their weapons and also I'm joining kill my you. Friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but don't do it. It's oh, all very promise. like, you know, this he and that. Promise. Anyway, the episode chickens out, and in the last 15 minutes, Aiden is suddenly a demagogue who wants to be the, like, hollow Jesus. Whoa, did you want this to be a three-parter, Chris? No, I wanted it to not be fucking mealy-mouthed, is what I wanted. Wow. Mealy mouth. Um, Chris, not not pulling any punches tonight. Yeah, so, yeah, needless to say, they get to the, like, home world. Well, I'm sorry, on the way to this home world they want to have, they murder some living people to liberate some other 
holograms. It turns out these holograms are basically like calculators. They're, yeah, they're F8s. Yeah, like they're not even TI-83s. They're like scientific. They're they're like you know ten digit calculators at best. You can write boobs on them, though. True, true. They're, they're Casio uh, yeah. calculator watches. Yeah. In fact. Yeah, yeah. So they get to the <laughs> world, and they decide they're going to do to the Herogen what the Herogen did to them, and the Doctor has to kill Aiden, and whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on the, on the, this episode really shit the bed at the end, didn't it? it I was end, so... It shits the bed in, through the entire episode. It's just, like, it's 18 different episodes that we've fucking already seen, and it's just doing mm. them all worse. Well, I do I do love a, um, a, oh, Cardassian I... hologram lady. Oh, yeah, she, she was, was hot. I mean, no. great. Well, also just the idea of, like, oh, I blatantly violated the Prime Directive to give the Herogen this, this technology, and, of course, they've, they've abused it and created a slave race, and... Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to take responsibility for this, so let's just destroy them. Yeah. Like, and the, the thing, the thing, the whole episode, I was like, please, please don't do what I think you're going to do. Please don't do what I think you, you fucking did it. Ooh, you cowards. Because they didn't use the puppet. It, <laughs> <laughs> like, it is like the ultimate sort of bigot bullshit concept that like, the people we've treated badly their whole lives, if they suddenly gain equality... Are going to just do to them exactly what do to us exactly what we did to them, and the show fucking did it, and that yeah. is bullshit, cowardice. It's, it's oh, it pissed me it's off. It's very bad because like they make a lot of references to slavery and yep. like you know it's like in, you know it's a, they're, they're, there are we're their family. Yeah, um, that was the other one, but yeah. yeah. But like the problem is, is like one of the like justifications for slavery was that like oh you know it's like Africans are like practically violent subhuman yeah you know like the these these awful like you can't trust them they're dangerous like we're we're keeping them in check to give them better lives and then all this stuff and then in the show you know it's like the the slaves free themselves and then instantly are like murderous and you know violent and out of control yeah um, I was so livid. Yeah, the same thing happens in Bioshock Infinite, like yes. the, video, the video game. Yeah, they really shit the bed there it's, too. It's pretty gross. But let's be honest, like Star Trek does have this sort of unfortunate history of that because, like, you know, everyone's favorite meme is is you know, oh, when did Star Trek get woke? And they show a picture from the like black and white people episode. Yeah, but let's not forget the actual like lesson of the episode was that both sides overdid it and destroyed their planet. It's like. Are you fucking kidding me? And like, all right, fine. 1968, I'll give you the stupidity. This is 2000. Yeah. What the fuck? I mean, fuck? it's it's the it's like the neoliberal thing where it's like, exactly. oh, it's 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 violence, so it's bad. Yeah. You know, and like it's like the the only like it, it it literally kind of feels like Star Trek would rather have have like been like, well, maybe if the holograms had gone through the courts and believed in the system, mm-hmm. then they would have been able to get their rights and everything could have been done peacefully. This is why, even though ultimately the execution was so bad. One thing I really appreciated about the first season of Picard was that it felt like a lot of the theme was 90s Leo neoliberalism actually kind of failed and got us into a lot of our current messes. And so when Star Trek pulls this 90s neoliberal bullshit, it really rankles me. Yeah. It's rankled. It's it's just it's so like I don't know I don't know what the lesson is in any like bad. at any point it's bad. like it's it's just like unfocused you know at best you know like I I'm willing to allow some space for maybe they didn't fully understand the implications of what was being written but like 
it it really just kind of seems like maybe the lesson is like don't make sentient holograms maybe maybe um Fuck you, because <laughs> yeah yeah they started all yeah this. what really bugged me too was like how clever some of the writing was yeah like it was so appropriate that the first one to be like Fuck this noise was the hologram based on a Bajoran. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was yep. like, that's, yeah. I love that. That's great. Oh, he's he's religious because he's yeah, Bajoran. One of the first scenes we see of him is him going and yeah. know, lighting his candles and doing his Bajoran mm. stuff. But then again, like out of, fucking, it, like it, they didn't even seed the fact that he wasn't normally religious, but in fact, a crazy fanatic who wants yeah. to be hollow Jesus. It just, right. out of nowhere. That, so, so for, for people who like, Caitlin, this was the first time you watched it, right? Mm-hmm. Did he? Did the? Did Iden, the leader hologram? Did he seem scummy to you at first? Do you know? He had that face. I knew it was coming, so I kept. So I, I was putting it on him or catching. It. I think I kind of trusted him because okay. I, I kept mistaking him for being. I, at first, I was like, "Is that? Is that Beryl? That's what I was <laughs> yeah. Why did they get an actor that looks so much like the guy that played Beryl? Well, so it you... would have been really cool if they'd been based on actual characters and you just pulled in a whole bunch of yeah. like tertiary or background Imagine characters. Like Wei Yun popped up. You know? Yeah, that would have been fucking great. Yeah, actually. that would have been so fun. But no, I didn't think he was scummy. Okay, so I, right. I did think that it was. I thought the religion piece was weird, but then I was like, "Well, he's I guess he's, well, yeah, it's in the but, he's, but he's also a hologram." So well, yeah, but it's, yeah. But to, to your point, James, actually, I pretty much didn't see season seven of Voyager, yeah. so all of these, it's my first time yeah. through too. And yeah, like I, I was just like, he didn't seem bad. When, again, when I saw what the plot was going to be, I was like, "They're going to turn him bad at some point, aren't right. they?" But I wasn't necessarily no i didn't know it was coming at first so yeah definitely he just felt like a cool dude i was honestly shocked when you know emh gives them the shield codes and all this thing so that they can prevent themselves from getting turned off and it says can you not use this to hurt my friends on voyager and they're like yeah yeah yeah, it'll be fine and then they don't do it they 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 only use it to not get themselves turned off and then they leave and i was shocked like, yeah, that wow. I mean, they like did kidnap Balan. They did kidnap yeah. Balan. Yeah. But yeah. that's because the doc had, had talked her up so fucking much. Mm. It was his fault. Yeah, like, I, even if just more than just the Cardassian lady had been like, Iden, wait, what? Yeah, so so that, that that's a huge problem I have, is, so all of all of the holograms are kind of based on, you know, existing ideas. So there, there was a breed. Yeah, yeah. But this one changed nothing. <gasps> that's right. Oh, no, there was, changed There everything. was a good breed. There was a, uh, there was a Jem'Hadar who I don't know if yeah. Voyager would have known about when they gave. I think they would have known, because the mm. Jem'Hadar appear at the end of, what, season two or season three of DS9? But how much data would they have actually had on them? Yeah, the thing I don't I don't know if they would have been like here's the physical specifications of the Jem'Hadar in case you see any. And the other thought I had is that like they have been in contact with with the Alpha Quadrant. Yeah, that's right. But I I just don't know if they would have passed that along. Made it through the grapevine. Anyway, um, regardless of that, like so the the hologram characters still have a foot in these human templates. I don't think all of the Starfleet human holograms would throw their weight behind the, you know, it's like the religious fanatic leader. Yeah. Well, they well I, had... also, I also would have liked, you know, like the, I, I, I like that they did have like the Simon Tarsus character. I, I don't know. Weiss. Weiss. Or Weiss. Weiss or Weiss. I forget right. if we well, hear the, it, but I wrote it The down. Starfleet red shirt guy. Weiss um, Like, I kind of like that he was kind of. Seemed like the more militant one. It was kind of pushing yeah. not morale to 
to like, oh, shoot him, let's kill him. Yeah. But like you said, too, he's also the one that specifically said, yeah, not all of us are, like, programmed with religion. Yeah. But apparently he's got to follow Hollow Jesus. He explicitly said, like, it's like, yeah, I'm not religious, though. (laughs) And then he follows the guy who says, like, I'm the new religion. I'm the god now. Part of the religion is murdering Herogen, which he's down with. So he's like, fine, whatever. That was the other thing, is, like, it's it's kind of interesting and and a little bit against a lot of other Star Trek, like, showings of, like, basically turned into a cult, right? Mm -hmm. Is all of the holograms, except for the Cardassian, seemed really into killing biological beings. It didn't seem like... Shoot, what's his name? The leader, like, Iden. was... I, it didn't seem like Aiden pushed them and, like, or tricked them into becoming more and more, like, hateful of, like, yeah. biological beings. But their, their beings. program is also adapting. No, 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 and I, I, I do get that, but it's, it's... What I'm saying is, like, usually in these kinds of things, like, the people are kind of hapless and, like, just followers. Yeah. Right? But it really seems like at the end when they're, like, like they're hunting the Herogen down, like... All of the holograms are really into it. Yeah. Where you didn't need Aiden. Like, if you had removed Aiden from, from the equation, they still would have gone down mm. this path. Well, y'all like, they weren't led astray. You it know. was in Equinox where, where, where we meet evil MH. Yeah. Mm. And the second we turn our normal EMH's ethical subroutines off, he's just, just as evil as just anybody. He's evil. Well, that's he because. Just, just did fucking experiments on Seven for fun. Well, imagine if. Louis Zimmerman had no ethics and was a biologist instead of a hologram guy. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Zimmerman doesn't have a lot of ethics. True, but luckily he's also not a biologist. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, it, it does It does irk me. I wish that they had not done... I feel like with a, diff, with, with a different final... 15 minutes. 15 minutes. This could, have, this could have been a good, if not great, episode. Yeah. yeah but that... it just... It, it, for, it, it couldn't decide what it wanted to be about, and it chose the wrong answer. When yeah, the yeah. topics it brings up, like the idea, like when we first see, oh my god, the holograms have taken over a ship. I just wrote down, this is fucking cool. Oh yeah, yeah. super awesome. Like, what what are the implications there? These are holograms. They were constructed to be prey, like our good friend the Tosk, who we talked about last <laughs> week, and. There should have been a toss. Hey, that would have been nice. That would have been pretty funny. Because um, yeah, he, but he would have like sabotaged their efforts. I feel like that's why you can't have a toss. <laughs> what well, I like being hunted. He's Mother like, this fuck. is this yeah. is for my honor. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Wait, I can die how many times? Oh, no. Yeah. If they had just made an army of tosks, no one would have been sad. I'm so, I, I would have been sad. I, I'm I'm sad that they didn't consult uh, the the residents of Fairhaven over this uh, situation. No, we, we turned <gasps> them off. Oh my gosh, that would have been amazing. Michael Sullivan leading this. Level oh, imagine of Mike. Imagine if they didn't have the Burrell character, but instead they're like, here, listen. That's how they can get right off, even though they're not gonna. They don't need to write him off. But that's how they could write off Michael Sullivan. Like, listen, we have this this crew of holograms that they don't really know how to exist in the world, and you do so. Why don't you go and, and be like the captain of the of the of the hologram ship and then my, and then he does and then he creates and then he gets radicalized by them and creates the new IRA. Jesus Christ! No! An Irish rebel leader no! is a bit on the nose. And then he gets uh, promoted faster than Ensign Kim. Yes, and then yeah, true. Exactly. He he uh, he goes into their database and just makes a a squadron of Chiefs O'Brien. Yeah, no. Him. Can you can you imagine be if, unstoppable like, if you did that. like <laughs> the holograms realize that like wait they've got a holodeck and they have how many holographic programs in there and just took all of them hmm. like 
the the thousands of holograph you know holographic personalities. Yeah, well, they must only be able to detect running holograms. Yeah, yeah. It's like they, yeah, because yeah, otherwise, yeah, there'd be Da Vinci, there'd be Lord <laughs> Burley. No, if we had gone so good. full fucking blazing saddles at the end. And oh, just, yeah. just like every hologram you can find, there's just a big dust up. At one point, Tom is fighting Captain Proton. So can he's you, playing both of them. Can you imagine? Well, like I... they get the, it's like it, it's it's on like a different planet where where like humans can also be. And like the Jem'Hadar are like, oh my god, we're fighting. And then Tom Paris shows up and he's they're like, what are you gonna do to help us? He's like, I brought friends and yeah. just boom, like follow it, like pouring in behind him as every holodeck character we've seen. So I'm towing far. mines. This yeah. is such a better episode. It's so good. Now there was a, a couple weeks ago. There was that society that that hated photonics. Oh, the yes. Okira. Yeah. Didn't they mention that? They did. Okay, that's right the doctor that. was like, "Yeah, we met them. Didn't like them. Nope. They yeah. suck." Remember the people who? Oh God, I don't remember the people, but the the hologram uh, Dejarin who tried to kill the fuck out of Torres. Yeah, that crazy boy. Oh, and I was thinking about it. They Torres actually is being kidnapped. They met. The Herogen, oh. in part because they tapped into that network they've been yeah. using, and that's when they got the first data dump from. Yeah. So they had stuff about the Dominion War by that point. Yeah. That I'll buy it. that also reminds me. How long ago did we meet the Herogen? A while. Oh, I think how they many, jumped. How no. many jumps have they done? At least one. Like I think ten, if not more. Like the ten also, light remember, year, the Herogen ten. also have that 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 network. Yeah, so they they, they are they pretty can, spread out. Maybe. I, I, get, I guess. But how did the but they broke the network. They fixed it. I don't know. Sure. No. <laughs> yeah. They didn't know how to fix it. It wasn't even theirs. They just, the Herogen, they just stole the, it. The Her- Listen, the <laughs> they stole it first. absolutely incompetent at everything except traveling. They're really they, good at making really fucked up holidays. They actually have transwarp drive. They haven't told anyone. Yeah. I, I, liked, I liked our new friend Donick. That was the, the technician. I liked him. No, no, he was the Herogen technician. Oh, oh, oh. who we yeah, found because uh, he had survived the, the hollow ship. Yeah, beta male. So he was beta way. Cunt. He was way. He wasn't even a hunter. He didn't even get a Greek number. What's crazy is only he, five foot eleven or whatever. When you think yeah, about he it, he was so tiny, right? He was just normal height compared to <laughs> compared to the normal. Well, I meant for like a Herogen. Imagine yeah. if the main Herogen were still eight feet tall, like they were for two episodes. Yeah, no, he was fun. It's funny, too, because when you think about it, like, they've only had this tech for a couple of years, so... Up until a couple of years ago, he they were trying to make him into a hunter. Herbie doesn't want to hunt, hunt prey! Herbie doesn't want to hunt prey! <laughs> nice. He wants uh, to be a dentist. Uh, I'm gonna guess Bob's Burgers. No, no. Rudolph. 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 Yeah, Her- Herbie uh, doesn't want to make toys. Really? What? He doesn't want to make toys. Has it? Well, I fucking have just repressed the memory that you haven't seen Rudolph, because I can't imagine. How, did you get that one community episode then? You know what we're doing this Christmas? We're doing a 10 Ford on Rudolph. We're not. <laughs> you guys go ahead. Have fun. What's his name again? Donick. 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 And I actually, when, when he and Kajal, the Cardassian woman, you, they go off on a space adventure together, and I want to watch their show. That would be, be kind of yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. Was that? I didn't think to look up anybody. Was he anyone under there that we've seen before? If, yeah, if he was, I didn't check. I only knew uh, Simon Tarsus because. Yeah, like, what's that? I, you Jake mentioned that. I know I know the name, but oh, I he's from the Drumhead. He was the he half was the... Romulan kid. That yeah. was the holy shit! The red shirt. Wow. It would have been cool if they tried to get other people that had been on the show before for the other. But it wasn't. But he wasn't actually Simon Tarsus. No, no, no. I know, but still, like the visual. But the fact that you said that though, now I do wish like they could have brought back Hogan and. 
Suter. Your well, boy you Suter. You, you oh, said that... Um, oh, uh, Vance Armstrong was in it. Vaughn. Vaughn Armstrong, thank you. Was, it was one of the Herogen. He was, he was the Herogen that... When they saw the fucking decoy ship, like, fools, he's mm. like, let's attack! And mm. then he gets blown out, blown uh-huh. his ass up. <laughs> but as I say, like, you could say that about most episodes of Star Trek. Like, oh, there's Von Armstrong. <laughs> yeah. Under several pounds of makeup. He's, a, he's in a lot. They could have brought back Seska again. Why, do, why are we talking about bringing back people to be in, to be holiday characters? Well, they, they could have based they could have based the holograms just on a, just on a I existing. I don't think Herogen would because I don't think. Well, just because we're already in the database. Any, why would so. they design new people? Yeah, like if anything, I'd imagine they'd just to be give lazy. Useless and, beta like, cucks yeah, a would, job. Would, in fact, if anything, it should just be like. It should be like Captain Proton or uh, or, or uh, you know. Uh, or. Uh, Chaotica, right? Like, Chaotica should have been the leader of the fucking... <laughs> that would have been good. Because that would be a character that was in the holodeck that... Yeah, but I, I don't... What the, What exactly did Janeway give the Herogen? He, she gave them... She didn't give them individual programs. I think she gave them the whole database. She, well, she must have, shit. because they had they had Klingons. Yeah. And they had all these other species. So, so they had the race library. So they had the race library. So that's the thing, sure. is like... I think she including just, their culture, like yeah, everything. that that's the thing that really doesn't work because I think all they said was here's holodeck technology, but now it's been retconned to also I guess our history. Well, okay, actually, wait a minute, I fixed it. She didn't give them that, but they had it from that period where they had taken over Voyager. Mm. Okay. So she did just give or, them holotech, yeah. or, but or, they or, had all these files. Okay, fixed well, it. Then it yeah, because been, they should have just been like French people. Well, no, presumably while they were... Because they even said that was one of many programs they had run. So they had probably copied their database That's at that true. Point. They did do Klingons, too. Yeah, so... That, okay, I've, I've made it make sense. Make yeah. sense. Potentially. Your mileage may vary, listening. So they Slightly had, guess, more sense. Yeah. That explains why there's a Borg. Mm-hmm. A Borg I, wish, I wish they could have had the Borg just... I, I don't know. Like, what, what would that Borg be like? It's mostly Borg, but it's still, like, breaking out of its programming to yeah. become something more. It, it should just be it's sitting like, in the corner lonely. Yeah. It's like, it's quiet. anyone. It's quiet. What terrible fucking prey the Borg must be. They, <laughs> they, they just lumber around. They won't really defend themselves. But they adapt. But they, they yeah, they adapt. They if there's adapt. more than one of them. Yeah. yeah. The first one you kill, the second one's like, oh, that's how you don't get killed. Like, I can imagine, like, the Herogen, like, reading through the catalog of different preys they can do. Like, oh, Borg, that sounds badass. Let's do that. And then it's just like, it's awful. Oh. Yeah. Resistance is futile. Okay. <laughs> the, the Borg the Borg assimilated Zap Brannigan early on and just sent wave after wave of their own men at the enemy. Yeah, they did it. The Herogen just yelling at the Borgs, like, maybe you should hide. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. Let's play Tribbles. Just waves of fur come at you. Ah! <laughs> it's a terrible way to go, Chris. It is. Um, what else have I got? So we start off the the very tippy tippy top of the episode. We've got well, the the slightly less tippy tippy top is the EMH wants to go to this symposium because he loves being the center of attention. Yeah. And I don't know. It was him being insufferable again, and I can't fucking stand it. And I used to freaking love the EMH as a character, and I'm just like, God, you're the whiniest prick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was still kind of, because he was like, you know, I don't know, surely there's some anomaly you can look at. And like, yeah, there have been plenty of times where like, we're going to dick around in an anomaly because, yeah, Bellana wants to go to a thing, or Chakotay wants to build a fucking tub, or... He can do that on the show. Like, she has done it before. He's not mm-hmm. asking her for something she has not happily provided to her f- 
fucking people to crew. her actual crew. Right. Yeah. And in, in a way, still... it's a perfect way to set the scene, you know? Yeah, yeah. she is still a huge hollow racist. It's, it is consistent, unfortunately, because you yeah. think she would have gotten over this ages ago. Nope. In, the, in, that, in that particular case, it was Chakotay who, who said no. Well, true, but you know she wouldn't have. Oh, yeah, she, she would have said no, too. Like, he said no, because I, I, I'm not even... She he asked know. the captain, and the captain sent Chakotay to say no. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Deal with it. Yeah, you'll you, you be the parent today. I do appreciate that at the end, she was kind of taking responsibility sort of being like all right i'm not gonna yell at you because this is my fault too if it's that apology kind of apology at the end felt really weird because she was like it's like when i activated you and let you do your own thing i didn't think about the consequences like i didn't think about the consequences here and it got a ton of people killed mm. it's like why is she, she's kind of comparing the doctor to the to what just happened. Mm. She deeply regrets letting him be an individual. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> She's right. Yeah. I also, one, another thing I'm not crazy about is at the end of this episode, I don't get the impression that the Herogen have learned a lesson. Oh, they have definitely. Oh, no. And that they are definitely going to continue creating <laughs> holograms to torture. Yeah, the Which lesson, will eventually, yeah. like we're going to find out back. that yeah. the Herogen have gone extinct because they kept creating holograms that kept rising up. Like that, that should actually be the big bad in like some future Star Trek is like, like the Borg have been completely wiped out in the Delta Quadrant and replaced with a fucking hologram of just ver- various alpha quadrant races. Can this these these hologram escape folks, liberated hologram society, program more of themselves? Let's see why not. Pre- presumably, in so they time, can basically they can, they can reproduce. Yeah, they're they like great goo. I mean, like, they take could, over. They could probably reproduce the like their code is in DNA. You could maybe mix the DNA, the, the code a bit, you know, it's like the, the different subroutines or well, whatever Apparently, you to, can, to get slightly differences or you just make copies of yourself. You can apparently you can just make tra- more copies of yourself. Transplant code like an organ mm-hmm. as we discover. So. I think if you pulled down their pants, they would have little USB ports. Why? <laughs> That's how they reproduce. Don't like you. <sighs> Gotta get a USB-C to USB-C cable though. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I had nothing to add. <laughs> Did this have to be a two-parter? I will say, as far as a lot of their two-parters go, this one didn't lose momentum. Well, yeah, yeah, I though, didn't even notice where the break any momentum. Uh, well, I think I think again, this one was written and originally presented yeah. as a feature-length episode. Yeah. So, but but even so, though, it's still extra long yeah. and did not suffer. But I do think that a lot of the two-parters suffer because because they have to like pick up like this is where the break true, is. And true. We're gonna have to and like they even though they don't stand on their own, they kinda have to at least be there entertaining has, on there, their there, own. there has to be an act break at a very specific point because we're out of week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're right. They're not constrained by that here. And yes, you're also right, Ames, we're like, what did you say it? Caitlin, one of you I'm not clear where the break would have oh, been for it. when they turn it into a two-part. There's, there's one scene where there's an awkward fade-out, I think, or, or an awkward break where it is in a scene, there's kind of a break, and then it's back in the same scene, and I think that was it, but it's practically mid-scene. Yeah, I thought it was going to be when they abducted Bellana. I think it's before then. I think, think it's, it's right when EMH transports over there after giving mm. them the code, and, and then it starts up with them... In, still in mid-fight, and then they, they take Bolana. I think yeah, that's where I, it ends. I think that's... That yeah. would sort of work, yeah. Because otherwise, it does feel like it would be kind of like... Uh, 
you know, when you have to switch to disc two of the two towers and it's like, there's no good place for us to do this, so we're just going to do it here. <laughs> Whereas with the first and third movies, they managed to find a place, yeah, this is a good place to, for a little break. But they just couldn't find it with two. Why are there two discs? I don't know. They still do it, even with the, like, Blu-ray releases where they can can charge more. Yeah. We watch it on streaming where it's one piece, so it makes Yeah, HBO Max got the full... Max. Oh, that's good to know. Oh, yeah, just Max. Just Max now. I will say, when when, when you're doing a marathon of them, though, like, it is nice to have the thing force you to kind of stop. Mm, It's like, all right, I'm going to take five minutes because I just got the okay. (laughs) Refill the popcorn. Unfill the bladder. bladder. (laughs) I remember... I remember... Remembered this episode, and part of the reason I wanted to be on this episode is because I thought I liked it a lot more. Than I didn't I previously hate it. Watched it. I don't. I don't hate the it. The ending but it, lets like, you down because yes, yeah. it, it was trying to make this interesting point about you know hollow rights and what would a ship run by hollow people be like, and and what what kind of choices do you think the Doctor wants to make yeah. himself? All very interesting stuff. Like it, the episode had me captivated pretty much throughout. Yeah. And also, fuck, I didn't kill that fucking guy. Yeah. I don't give a shit about him. As long as Dej- uh, uh, Kajal is okay, I'm yeah, fine. Yeah, Kajal is the only one that didn't seem to be, like, a bloodthirsty monster. I loved her. But, Irony. But the thing is, like, again, J- same thing, James. I was sitting there going, like, yeah. this is... I'm sitting there the whole time, like, I like what this is doing, I like what it's saying, I like what it's doing. But the whole time, or, you know, after about 15 or 20 minutes, I'm like, they better not do what I think they're gonna do. And then they did it. Yeah. And that ruined the whole thing in retrospect. <laughs> the the episode in my head that I remembered is that the... Are you holo- just remembering Captain no, Pursuit no, with Toss? No, no. <laughs> the, the ship, like, the conflict had been going on for a lot longer, probably mm-hmm. several years. And not only was, not only were the ships crewed by holograms, the ships themselves were holograms. Uh. And, like, that is what I remembered. And, like, I thought it was, like, completely different, basically. Whereas, like, there was essentially this, like, parallel society that had started to develop with, like, the holograms. And they were going around and liberating, but, like, you know, it's like they also had, like, hologram ships. They were, like, really leaning into the hologram thing. And I was like, oh, none of that happened. No. Is that another episode? Not that I know. Something different. I also kind of thought, like, there was something just kind of cheesy about the way the doctor killed not Vrile. Yeah, just a gun. Just like a big fucking, like, Rambo gun. Yeah. It's just like... I like seeing Picard running around with a big gun. That's that was, that was cool. Like, that was cool. And, like, like he, he just, he didn't have, like... He just decides, fuck Hippocratic Oh, you don't have count. A, he didn't have a cool final line, like... Mm. Hasta la vista, baby. Cool off. it out. He did, there was, there was a thing where he's like, you know, it's like, uh, Iden was like, oh, it's like, you told me you weren't programmed with killer instinct. And uh, Picard was like, that was a long time ago. It was uh, adapted. Yeah, well, no, it was because it, it was supposed to be there was a lot of stuff happening. I know. But the I thing know. is, is we also already went through this discussion with the doctor when he, like, was, like, when he infected that guy with that rare disease on yeah. that hospital planet. Right. And he was, like, going, he was checking his code looking for the problem, and he was like, I there's nothing wrong with me why did i do that mm-hmm. you know like talking to balana and then this episode kind of ends with the same thing where yeah. the, where where janeway's like i was looking through your code to see if something was wrong with you but mm. nope and yeah. there was that other one i think it was in oh the one where seven gets violated one of those times um where he's the the, the hypnosis on her yeah. and decides oh that terrible and episode, he decides yeah. at the end like oh this was my doing and i feel so bad you should stop letting me advance uh, myself or something yeah. i think that was in yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, right. it, it was just kind of like, you know, when, I don't know, it, it just rang hollow. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Ah. The other thing, the other thing about this episode is it's very much feels like somewhat of a rehash of the other episode where the doctor and Bellana were taken prisoner by a deranged hologram and forced (laughs) to do shit. Yeah, but that episode was fucking great. It was. But like to do basically the same thing here with the same characters. Yeah. Yeah. I also thought the the way that Janeway and Neelix God damn it, Neelix, you were having such a good day. And you ruined it by telling the Herogen like Oh, how about you not tell anybody about this? You just claim you killed all the holograms yourselves and take the glory. And the Herogen are like, okay. So that feels, that's how that, you ended that this? That feels more Klingon than it feels Herogen. Herogen, like, Herogen, it feels like all the other Herogen. trophies. Oh, yeah, all the other Herogen be like, yeah, we'll prove it. Where's, where's like, the shard from their hollow projector? And he's like... I lost it. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> they, 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 All three hundred of them. Yeah, <laughs> Janeway can give him some fucking glass. It'll be fine. I also want to know how how have we not lost the mobile emitter yet? <laughs> no, right? It's, that fucking thing has been through so much and gone so far and been stolen so many times. It's like seven thousand century tech or whatever. Very, it's indestructible. Yeah. It's got but it's not just of, that. Like it's, it's made like, of Wolverine's like, balls. Like it's so small. You think it would have fallen, you know, into a couch cushion at some point. <laughs> I don't see any couches, man. I haven't seen a single damn couch. Couches everywhere. Janeway nope. sits on a couch on the bridge. Nope, there's no couch. Not a single couch. Just tubs. I think Tom and Bellana sat on the couch when they were watching their old tiny. Yeah, they probably we, did. That's true. Janeway definitely has a couch in the ready room. Yeah, yeah, there's there's couches. Oh, speaking of Tom, I am still fucking pissed that he seems to be the only person with any medical experience. Yeah, like yeah. he's in the middle of piloting the ship through some nefarious bullshit. Tom, head down to med med bay. He's like, I'm in the mi- I'm in the middle of this. Okay, fine, bye. I mean, I like him as the nurse, like and but showing should... up as the nurse. But there there should be some others, other people. Like as well. you feel like all right. So he apparently ha- was the one EMT guy. But by now, it's been seven six and a half years. It well, couldn't even be EMT. He had like basic first. Yeah, aid. I know. But we have definitely seen other blue shirts. Yes. Milling around, well, helping out during a crisis. I was gonna say, like, it can't be that hard to take like a biologist and be like, "Here is some first aid training," and they can go, "Oh yeah, sure." Learn it from the holodeck. Just show them what button to push on the fucking tricorder. Yes. There you go. You've got <laughs> it. That's it. It's literally gonna tell you what you need. There. The Herogen figured out how to make tons of fucking holograms do all kinds of shit make a bunch of fucking doctors yeah you'd think the holo the, yeah. the sick bay already has hollow emitters just yeah, donic is that good and i love him well then they should have hired him and nope. him replace him they offered they said do you want to stick out stick with us and he says no i'm gonna hang out with kajal because she's great him, too they should have brought them both on board i'm gonna stay here because i'm pretty sure i can get lucky with her yeah. I ship him. Well, I Me mean, too. Yeah. I ship her with everybody. I loved her. I, I she loved was. her. She was cool. She was good. We, you cool. and I, we have a Cardassian problem. We I think. do. We're gonna, we'll, we'll talk about that uh, shortly. I well. think, I, I think <laughs> if anything, Kajal kind of shows part of the flaw of all of the characters going murderers. Yeah. Is that like she didn't like she right. didn't you know it's like she didn't she didn't feel like she had to like no. she wasn't comfortable with the violence or anything like no. that and so like it, it just feels weird that you've basically got you know you, you have Kajal who's an actual character and then you just have like a bunch of like hollow minions yeah. more or less just following Iden like yeah. unquestioningly and I liked her little scenes with Torres because yeah, Torres oh, I the, loved them together the first yeah. thing you see Torres take one look at Kajal and be like 
oh, it has to be a Kardashian. Yep. Doesn't yeah. It? I know you're not even a you're not even real. You're not even a physical person. But it it's gonna press all my buttons. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh well, you're a biologic. And I don't like them. And they're like, we're gonna be best friends, aren't we? Yeah. And I love them together. And she had the the spoon makeup and the little yeah, the, neck the two makeup. random scales. She was great. Classic Cardi makeup. Yeah, it would have been it would have been a different episode, but they, if they had had more of the holograms be characters, yeah. like maybe if they had had the courage of their conviction. Yeah, if there was maybe some conflict between the holograms mm-hmm. on their ideologies yep. Yep. and how they wish to wish to act. Mm-hmm. Neato. boy, Iden sure was a villain, a wow. a bad one. Let's talk about good ones. Alright, so if y'all haven't followed the pattern already, so last week we were talking Deep Space Nine stuff. There's lots more Deep Space Nine related content today because we saw some Cardassians, yep. we saw some Breen, which was fun. Changing everything. I just love the sounds that they make. Yes! <laughs> just like growling, gurgling wow. sounds. Oh, wait, very briefly. Oh, shit. Uh, this is a Voyager villain. Was There was a piece of equipment on the hollow ship bridge oh you're wondering if it was the 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 robot from the think tank from the think tank i thought so too but i don't think it was okay or it it might have been like a redress all right all right it might have been yeah i would think that maybe it's a redress well yeah yeah like vaguely remembering i had the same thought and i was like oh but i don't think it is like i think maybe at very least because i think it was more coppery yeah then okay yeah i don't think it was that character no yeah not that character but like i think it may have been the same prop possibly that sounds familiar i also did this research a week ago so yeah Anyway, sorry, I got us off track. Oh, shit, we did it. We did it already. Oh, but, but, yeah, so we're talking more Deep Space Nine highlights. We're talking villains this week, because there's goddamn so many good ones in Deep Space Nine. It's going to be hard for us not to say just all the same three. Quick question. When you say villain, bad person? Adversary. So specifically antagonist. Oh, the adversary. <laughs> so specifically they have to be an antagonist to our main characters. Do you want to say Ben Sisko? You can say Ben Sisko. No... Ben no. Cisco is kind of bad sometimes. Though. He has his moments, yes. But no, that was not what I was thinking. I uh, well, do, do you want to tell us more what you're thinking? I was thinking Garrick. Oh! Dude, he does some fucked up shit. He does Garrick, do some mm, fucked up shit. Garrick is a bad person. Well, he, he also does villainous things. Like, he yeah. also is an adversary sometimes. Yeah. He well, tortures he, the fuck out of Odo. Oh, true, my God. Well, he feels bad about it the whole time. He does. He does. He does try to hijack the Defiant so he can blow up the Changeling homeworld. He kills that Romulan senator, Freenak. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he that knew was he was gonna that too. Was doing a help. Well, well, yeah, like, it was. But he does a lot of bad stuff that we forgive because it's for the good guys. But like at the end of the day, as we had said before, like he's a true believer in Cardassia, and Cardassia is awful. Um, amazing. Like, at the end, we know, like, the Cardassia he was hoping to one day return to is gone. Like, he he was down with fascist Cardassia. He is not, I mean, he's fucking an amazing character, but at the end of the day, not a good person. And that's why little twink Julian is so, like, taken with him. He's been waiting his whole life for a bad boy. Yeah. Oh, so can I use, get, can, can I say Garrick is a villain? I mean, why I think not? you just did. Great. Yeah, I think, yeah. You just justified the crap out of him. Yeah. No, I know, but I just want, I just needed to define if, if you meant specifically antagonist or villainous, so. Hell, I'd count Ben Sisko. So. That's, that's yeah. fair. That's fair. He's a great bad man. Well, keep going. Yeah, tell us How the many? rest. Shit. Um, Three. Okay, well, uh, Garrick. 
Garrick and Garrick. Uh, um, <laughs> Both Garricks. Certainly Elam one and Garrick. Garrick. Garrick and the same two everyone else is gonna say. What would that be? Uh, Kai Wynn and Gul Dukat. Damn it. Oh, you stole them. Uh. <laughs> I mean, alright. And you know, of course, obviously, since we're all just gonna say them, like special nods to the Wayunes and Damar and... Damar's not really a good... Oh, he's great. He's... he's, he's I love Damar. He's I so like awesome. Damar, too, but I feel like he's a terrible villain. He the does. only thing he does that, like, is kind of annoying is he kills Zial, but I'm kind of like, eh, oh no, Zial. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can never get attached to Zial. She's played by eight different That's people true. in three different episodes, <laughs> so it's not, it's no good. And also, like... Oh, when trying the... to force her and Garrick together. Like, what the, that was, <laughs> like, the show dropped that so fast. Oh, man, what's his name? Are we allowed to say Rick Berman is our favorite no. villain? <laughs> That's where I'll draw a line. He's our favorite I, villain for Voyager. I once let you, as your favorite Klingon, pick the guy from the video game. We're not going <laughs> Rick Berman. Experience beach. <laughs> you know, that's just ex- that is just the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> See, James gets it. Does he? I was actually kind of wondering if Galrod was a good a good pick Why for not? best I so. villain. I think you could definitely make that argument. Make that argument, Caitlin. Can you make the argument? I mean, thank you, James. Uh, <laughs> go on. Go on. You can do it. Tell us why. <laughs> that scene from Jurassic Park with the egg. Oh, yeah. Come on. Ah, <laughs> uh, the cute little raptor. Well, that's why, because he's a cute little raptor. Um, At some point, a, a tiny little... Baby Garrick popped out of an egg. I don't know, man. He's just a piece of shit. He doesn't yeah. like the. Yeah. He's, he doesn't he's, like the Federation. He's Things con- are going well, and he decides he wants to show up and grab some glory, but he's gonna fuck it all up and lose the war. He's he's conniving. He's, he goes conniving. against. He goes explicitly against Klingon like mores and values. Let's like, be and fair. He's in, and he's in blackface. Yeah, what's not fair. to? What's not Most to hate? Klingons go against. This this is true, but I mean, like he very explicitly. No, that's true. Like, he he really overdoes if, it. If yeah. Worf has to kill you, you've done it wrong yeah so yeah i think garwin's a great choice caitlin nice yeah. not god not well no i wayne's another one i hate to say that he's a villain because he just doesn't I mean, but he is i know really but i love him so much but <laughs> what about Wayans except six but what about right. that other vorta who is oh like that little sociopath shit. Yeah. The, What's uh, his name? The one they turned into a walking corpse, the Magnificent Oh, Kivon. Yeah, yeah. Kivon is a... Kivon was on my short list just because I great fucking and terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah, just the fact that he, like, betrays his own men to, to, to Oh, Cisco. he's such fucking a little yeah. big time. He's the worst. Yeah, he's awful. Give Surprised you didn't say deserve. Eddington. Wasn't this your big chance? No, Eddington is a villain to Chris. <laughs> Eddington's a hero. <laughs> I mean, I get that Eddington's a bad guy, but at the end of the day, like... Derek is so much cooler. I'm still just surprised. Here's um, the thing: if I had had four slots, Eddington would have been there. I, so I was thinking. I don't believe you. I had, I was thinking about Eddington, and I was trying to decide like, what do the writers think of Eddington? Do they consider him a villain, or do they consider Ooh, him like a freedom, just like a good guy? Like, that's a good is question. Eddington a good guy in the writers' minds? Do the writers know? Because I feel like the writers. The writers make Cisco say he's a villain, but I feel like the stuff Eddington does doesn't really come off as villainous. Yeah, it comes out as just. Like right. they they go out of their they bend over backwards to say he is in the right. Yeah. In, in 
this Maquis way of his. Right. And they can kind of be a little distant. We're not really necessarily saying we agree with him, but we're giving so many good arguments for why terrorism is okay. It it could even be that, like, maybe not all the writers were on the same page on Eddington. I would love that. You know, this is what happens when your writers aren't cowards. Mm. You wind up with actually gray characters. Yeah. Yeah, so I was like, I was like, I don't think I, it's like, I don't think I could put Eddington as a villain, even though Cisco absolutely treats him like a villain, like treats him as like his like evil counterpart. And he definitely his nemesis, his white whale. Well, I'm saying like that's the thing is, is Eddington definitely knows that Cisco sees him as bad and Mm -hmm. definitely hands it up in all their conversations. Oh yeah, he's like, I'm going to be exactly what you want me to be, Benjamin. Paint me like one of your French girls. Yeah. <laughs> um, Is he wearing cat ears? <laughs> well, no, he'd be in he'd be in full fucking you know what's that badge all the French revolutionaries wore oh, called? I have no idea. Yeah, he'd be wearing no a little idea. tricolor thing, and you know. My third one's probably if if because are you counting Kivon? Is Kivon on your list? Yee. Yes. Sweet, I love him. I think if I had to choose between Gul Dukat and Kai Win, I would choose Kai Win. I figured you would because. Gul Dukat is kind of like you were saying, well, I don't know if he's a true Cardassian believer, actually. He's a, I feel he like believes Gul in Dukat, himself. I was going to say, I Dukat feel like Gul, Gul Dukat is like very much, but he, it's kind of tough, right? Because I think that Kai Wynn and Gul Dukat both want to be like saviors of the Bajoran people. For different reasons. For different reasons. And like, I think the difference is, is that Goldicott might actually have drank his own Kool-Aid and believed that he did something great for them. And Kai Wynn can't even drink her own Kool-Aid because she never really buys into the prophets and the faith and like all that shit. So I kind of feel like that sort of makes her worse. I think yeah. she buys into it. She just does, She's just like, I think she buys it, but she doesn't really think feel it right like, she smelt it but she didn't she yeah. it. like she believes in the prophets because she hates them and blames them in the end <laughs> well she blames them because she's never felt connected to but them. that's right. what i mean though that's that's not real faith yeah if you can't just like that's that's, that's the thing about faith is you're supposed to just say yes there is absolutely no proof and yet i believe well I think that's what that, faith is you it's know? not even to say she doesn't believe it's just that she feels like she's owed more from them than she has gotten. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she sucks. She she's sucks, so and I love hating that bitch. She's, so she's the greatest. I love her. Yeah. Love her, hate her, love her. Love her. And she gets to bang Dukat, so... Yeah! She that's, a nice, that's a nice feather in her villain cap. <laughs> and, uh... Literally sleeping with the enemy. Let me just write that down. <laughs> and he boned that guy from the circle who was, you know, fairly attractive. The circle jerk? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you did it. Who's next? Rock, paper, scissors for you, Jake. I'll go, let's go. Oh, okay, that's fine. All right, so, yeah, I um, I did not choose Ducat or Win. Oh, wow. Holy, I Good was frowning on you doing not, so. Not because I think there are better villains in the answer, but because I wanted to bring some originality and some levity <laughs> to this list. Levity? This fucking guy. Because, in no particular order, in Super Nintendo Kira. <laughs> <laughs> care for the mirror universe in Deep Space Nine. I made that very clear. I remember you saying that many times. But, but, oh god, I do like a Super Nintendo Kira um, <laughs> because I don't know. She's, I think more. I like Nana Visitor being able to to like 
you know, chew the scene. She's having so much she's fun. She's having a so lot much. of fun. Like, it is hard not and to ha- enjoy what she's doing. Even when they glued loves. those cones to her boobs, she was like, you know what, fine. Yeah. And like, is, is she a great character? Is she a great villain? No, because all of her plots are pretty much... But she's so fascinating to watch. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's very entertaining. And not to point out the obvious, but fuck, is she hot? Oh, I just yeah. love that she wants to bang Big Mirror time. Universe self. Everybody, like, she, she's, she's, everyone. she's so self-absorbed. She wants to bang herself. Well, I mean, if I was, I mean, yeah, if I was her, I'd yeah, also yeah. would want to bang myself. All right. So, uh, with another familiar face, I'm gonna say, old Odo. Oldo. Yeah. Oh, which, from which Children one? of Time. Sure. Oh, that Oldo. The one that murdered everybody. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. I want her to know it was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because, wow. yeah, he kind of lost his mind there. And, uh, you know, because you, you love an Odo, but yeah, sometimes he just murders people. Well, because he's a fascist. Yeah. 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 At the end of the day. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I, I definitely thought that, of him for, too. For that matter, I could also say young Odo. Yeah, just, just Odo. <laughs> Really middle-aged Odo. Odo, when he's in the company of, like, the people on Deep Space Nine, is okay. The only Odo that wasn't a fascist was the one that was in a cup that people didn't know was alive. Right. <laughs> oh, he formed a ball. Isn't that cute? And then my last one is going to be Admiral Layton. Oh, that's a good Layton. one. Which one's that again? Is that from, um... That's from Paradise Lost. Right. And, yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Excellent choice. Um, yeah. He's yeah. one of the great bad admirals on Jake's list. He's a yep. great bad admiral. Oh, He's very, very bad. I couldn't remember his name, so I just had him listed as Admiral Fascist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm literally on my third or fourth watch through the series, and I don't know who this is. He's the he's the admiral that when Cisco goes back to Earth in that two parter, and he's like, oh. We're going to orchestrate some false flag attacks. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. He sucks. Everyone's going to get blood tests every time they do anything to he, make sure you're not a changeling. Meanwhile, I'm probably a changeling. He also wears a top hat and makes everyone solve puzzles. Bad. What? Uh, and then uh, just a little a honorable mention. Joke, and I love it. Uh, one little honorable mention I'd like to give out to my dear friend. Brunt FCA. Mm. Yeah. yeah. He's just too fun to be in. He's just too fun. He's so yeah. fun. He's one of the fun villains. Oh god, another another honorable mention. Not I Ben gone yet. Not Ben Cisco, but Dr. Noah. Thought you were going to say Jake <laughs> Cisco. <laughs> Old man Julian. Ugh. No, my my picks aren't fun. My picks are all badasses and I love them. <laughs> Uh, because you know, I need to say Ducat at the tippy top of the list. So of he, where where he belongs, because he is just so compelling to watch. He believes in every single thing he does, even the bad stuff that contra- contradicts the other bad stuff. Get him, Ducat. Love you. I have a couple like lo- like uh, dog dogs in the race. Smaller dogs in the race. Mm. What word am I looking for? Lesser. Dark horses. There we go. Oh. Not dogs, horses. Dark, dark, dark dogs, dogs in the race. In the horse race, they're gonna get beaten by those horses. Uh, I would say. Because uh, first, I wanted to say uh, one of our good Vorta friends that that isn't Wayun or Kivan, but Kilana. Oh, sexy. oh, is that the first yeah. one we meet? No, she's yeah. the sexy, sexy, sexy one. I want to bang from the, oh, ship. from the ship. From the ship. Just because yeah. she was such an interesting kind of devious that she was different than the other ones, mm-hmm. and I gave her so much fucking credit for she all was she fun. tried to do. Yeah. I wish we saw more of her, or at least a bunch of hers, because they're clones, <laughs> and we could. God damn it. True. And Missed the other one, 
I don't even know if we'd call him a villain, except he's forced into a villain role, even though you can, in another world, we might, we might be friends kind of guy. Uh, and that is a Jem'Hadar friend we meet in Rocks and Shoals' third Rimatoclon. Sure. Oh, yeah. Played by Phil Morris because, of course, because, of course, I love <laughs> Phil Morris. And you can tell, like, he and Cisco have this chat, like, we don't have to kill each other at dawn, but we have to but kill each other yeah. at dawn. Kivon. But yeah. Kivon, who I also love, but, you know, I had to give him credit. <laughs> it's partly just because Phil Morris fucking right. No, so those are my three. What about you, you Rossi? Sue, so, I have a small list. So my favorites are straight up, you know, Kaiwin and uh, and Ducat, they're just really awesome. But to to bring up some other some other alternatives, there's the Terok Nor Garrick who goes around mm, like just, yes. just just murdering everybody <laughs> with the with the weird drugs. Yeah. Did anyone else mention Sloane? No. no, he's on my short list. Because nobody thinks he's great. Uh, so he re- is great until they wreck his brain. Yeah, yeah that, no. his last appearance wasn't good. The reason I like Sloane, like ignoring that last that last appearance, is when he pretends to be the stellar cartographer at that convention, <laughs> and he's just like this like weirdo geek. Yeah, like you know, for the whole time to the point where you're like. Wait, is he actually just like this weird dude? I have a feeling if what's the last one's name called the in, something Inquisition? I forget. Whatever the one where he gets killed in. Mm. If that episode didn't happen, Luther Sloan might have been in my top three because Fair. he's so interesting. He was very close in my shortlist, but then they fucking do him so dirty, and I yeah. hate Julian yeah. so much. No, his more. his end is really unfortunate. Like it is. he's great when like you don't even know if he's actually part of the Federation, like part of Starfleet. Like he's so deep, and like no one could admit he even exists. And they're like, maybe he's just some guy who is like co-opted some some loophole in the system we really guy, don't you know? we don't even know like what his motives are he'll um, turn back up because i think i know they said they're going to do that movie like a tv premiere thing with empress Giorgio or whatever the uh, fuck oh, oh, I, thought oh, that that wasn't I thought they canceled that section they're doing they canceled it's, the show they're doing it as a movie oh, okay. oh that seems like an even worse idea. he should come back in it that's what i'm saying he, as like a baby okay it's 100 oh, yes the 20 20- maybe <laughs> listen you know, Hello. Lower Dex is visiting Strange New World. Say, maybe he'll Hello, lower I'm Mr. Sloan, and this is my child, just Sloan. Well, they, they can pull a... <laughs> Mr. Sloan is my dad. They, they, they can pull a Back to the Future. He's his own yeah. ancestor. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Weird. Weird I, put, I put down Changeling Martok, but I actually can't remember if he was actually interesting as a villain. No, well, not really. I think he, he, he showed like up and one, died. He had one like, kind of villainous Speech. It yeah. combines two of our favorite things, uh, Changelings yeah, and Martok. Yeah, was, I just like Martok enough. Martok's great. Um, there was a, this is a little more, some of these are a little goofy. Akaram Lan, which is the poet from the past. Oh, the who oh, tries, fake prophet. The yeah. Fake, or the fake emissary. Who brings yeah. like the Dajaras. Yeah. yeah. That dick. Yeah. 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 sucks. That was the reaction I was hoping for. Um, well, you oh, shit. fucking so nailed it. The, the, uh, the episode where they go back in the past, kind of. Which one? The the the, so the really good one that oh, I can't remember. Far beyond the stars. Yes, far beyond the stars. Uh, oh yeah. Way Yoon and Way Yoon and Ducat oh, as, oh as the cops. Oh my god! Is asshole racist as the, cops? As the two cops. No, so give it the producer. Well, yeah. Of their of their little. Yeah, yeah that guy too. Even uh, even you know Rene Arjan was the editor of the yeah. magazine was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I think I think he's he's like. As complicated a villain as you can get in the a villain, very short runtime. The villain yeah. in that episode is racism. Yes. Yeah. The albino. Uh-huh. Oh, the, yeah, the, the king in what killed. 
Yeah. Spoilers. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Holy fuck. Although, what is that, blood? We don't really blood know something? what the... Do we really know what... Why they... When he, uh, killed, he killed, no, he killed Kang's friends. son or something? He killed something. everyone's I, son. I, yeah, I feel yeah. like there was, like, a lot of conflict with the albino, and they were just trying to kill each other for ages. I just knew there was, like, a blood... It was a blood problems. feud. Yeah. Isn't that what it was called? It was called Blood Oath. Oh, Blood Oath, yeah. that's it. Like, I didn't remember if it was Blood Blood something. And I guess my last villain would be the Mysterious Cloud. <laughs> wow. Amazing! How many villains did you? Pick? This is a lot of villains. So, so I think if Who I many? if I absolutely had to choose, I Just think I would. I think times. I'd maybe go with Ekramlan the poet. Okay, because like Scumbag. fuck that guy. He's, he's awful, and like you know, he gets he gets a villain arc where like you know he he shows up and he's like, oh maybe this is gonna be good, and then it turns real bad, and it's just always bad. Sloan, with the caveat that you know. We ignore that yeah. last piece of shit episode. Um, and I think I think I would do. So you said Brunt, right? I did say Brunt. Yeah. Oh, let's do Tarek Nor Garrick. Yeah. Yay! Love it. Serial killer Garrick. Yeah. The other that was on my short short list that wasn't that was shorter than the long list um, for villain Sarah fucking Cisco. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because she put made she put all of it into into action. She's just a well, cold bitch. She, Sarah, Sarah Cisco was just possessed. Possessed. Yes. Yeah, we don't know. Possessed she by could the have been prophet. Lovely, so you, a lovely lady. You specifically yeah. mean the, yeah, prophet, the prophet possessed Sarah. Right. Cisco. Yeah. I mean, that I think you could yes. just say the prophets. Period. The prophets. Yeah. No, period. that's I like that. Awful. Yeah, they're pretty bad. Uh, a couple other honorable mentions. Oh, the only the only character that made the short lists of both my minor characters and my villains villains list, and Nabrin Tane. Yeah, no, I was. Yeah, yeah I, was kinda, I, was I was considering Tane as well. Uh, he, I, I, I kind of voted against him just because I didn't feel like he was quite villainous enough in anything. He, he brought a whole convoy to try to kill the changelings. Yeah, but is that villain? That seems maybe was like if if they hadn't obviously known about it from day one and probably probably like whispered into Tane's ear to make it happen. See, I also have the, the step up in that in Andy Robinson's book A Stitch in Time. Yeah. He's just such a fucker. Oh, like yeah. Jesus Christ, Tane. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> I wish is it, I wish there was like an audiobook version of that with Andy Robinson reading it. I didn't they is announce there? he's going to be doing that or I don't that, that, up? that would be good. I would um, I would absolutely buy that. Would uh, would Jean Luc Picard? <laughs> yes, <laughs> he did murder Jennifer. Kill uh, my lo- wife. That locutus mm. specifically. Um, did none of us say Vrenak? Sad face. He's not really a villain though. He's just a guy that got murdered by Garrick. <laughs> Julian Bashir, anytime he dated a patient, That's yep, true. yeah, um, multiple times, right, and he was pretty awful. Like, um, like I'm, I'm not really joking. Keiko also, O'Brien, <laughs> just in general, just in general. So I don't know when it's due, but yes, last July they announced that Andy Jeez. Robinson's going to be doing an audiobook. Ah, yes. That's super exciting. That's super good. Yeah, it's also like the best Star Trek book. Yeah, flag. no, I mean, I've I've heard like it's like they haven't even been able to like pr- do another printing of it, but there's been like demand for it. Mm. I don't know if they managed to finally do another printing, but it's mm. been out of print for ages. Mm. I've had friends spend like a ridiculous amount of money to get mm. one. Sorry, I, I derailed this with that, but um, oh shit, I, I had a good one for for villain, but I've forgotten. Shit. Uh, could we say pop? Yes, absolutely. Yay! 
Pup is the best. Um, Rumpel Stillskin. Also good. <laughs> good choice. The emus. Yeah. Buck Bakai. <laughs> okay, now we're now we're just trailing off. <laughs> or or is Cisco's uh Cisco's uh wrestling partner there, Captain Oh, Captain Racist Pants. Solok or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Captain Shit Vulcan. Starfleet. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've named all of them. I think you, the rest of these you can check out on our Tumblr where you can see who who the heck we actually picked because we've just been naming names now. It's true. Uh, so make sure you're following along with this on the Tumblr. We've got one left in our Deep Space Nine Spotlight series for next week, and that's going to be race alien races from Deep Space Nine. We saw a bunch of them this week in Ooh. Voyager somehow. We're not going to do one about favorite pylon? You can, you can do that on your own, Chris. Pylon number three. Great. Transporter pad number two. Also things we're doing next week. Okay. The plan is we're finally going to watch The Predator or The Predators or whatever the movies about The Predators are. Because we just saw, you know, some Herogen being Predators. And it was mm. it was very similar to whatever that movie I've not actually seen is. So look forward to that next week. So check out all of that. We're here on SoundCloud. We're here on Spotify, probably. Yeah, sure, why not? Probably. Maybe I don't not. remember. Apple, Google. There's a whole lot of them. Whichever one you're using now, just keep doing that. Yeah, you found us once. You yeah, find if, us again. If you're like overhearing someone listening loudly on the MBTA, ask them. And also, we're sorry. Oh. Yeah, tell them to turn down the volume. Turn up the volume. Pump up the jam. Uh, I've been Ames. I've been pumping up the jam. I've been Caitlin. I have not. I'm Jake. This is Chris. I thought it was Jam, but it's actually Odo. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Do <laughs> I'm James. And James. Yay, James. Thanks, James. When are we starting? <laughs> we cut. We cut all of that shit. <laughs> Do it again. Hours ago. Cut the whole episode. <laughs>